In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What's up, Betches? Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and right now with me is a phenomenal wedding party and event planner. Her name is Gertie Abrera. Hey, girl. What's up? And we have so much to talk about. Absolutely. I can't wait. Okay, so before we get into anything, you you have uh, quite the client list. Can we talk about that? A little bit, a little bit. Okay, okay. A little bit NDAs. No, kidding. <laughs> uh, you have... Yeah. Chris Bosch of Miami Heat. Yeah. You know, just a little, uh, just, just a little, little sprinkle, a little sprinkle appetizers. And like massive influencer Ariel Charnas. Yeah. Also known something something Navy. Navy. I forgot she got married down in Miami. She did. And then her sister too. I forgot. Danielle? Yeah. Yes. Yes, she did. Danielle. I know Danielle got from back two, in my two club days. Oh, oh. <laughs> we won't talk about those. We won't talk Maybe about that. Maybe later. <laughs> um, okay. So, oh my God. So, so you are mainly based in Miami. Yes? Mainly based in Miami, transitioning now into New York market. Nice. And, and lots of global global stuff so we're, we're, we're worldwide okay so i know that destination weddings are becoming a trend but we'll get to that in a little bit oh, we're gonna 100%. be talking all about the trends out there yeah. we're gonna be talking a lot about budget today too sure i'm ready girl i'm on one <laughs> so thanks we're not even engaged yet well thanks to our engagement ring podcast <laughs> uh, apparently i'm looking at fucking wedding rings there you go so uh, i'm on the fast track now i love it and one of my best friends just got engaged literally yesterday i think that everybody here at this office is engaged it's everybody like contagious i swear Weddings well, good are for me though. There's baby fever and there's also wedding fever, <laughs> exactly. and I've caught wedding fever now. So love it. I'm getting ready. I'm like in that mode. I live. But before that. we get into all this good stuff, mm-hmm. the nitty gritty, I want to ask you: What's the distinction between a party planner and like an event designer? So we've had event yep. designers on. I actually didn't know until I started doing this podcast that there even was a distinction. Exactly. So the problem I think these days is that everybody wants to be a designer, but it really takes more than just verbiage right so like you got to back it up so my career was a little bit more different than others because I always wanted to be a party planner but I never knew that I was going to transition into the floral design world so the way that that came to be was I um, worked at Fisher Island which is a small uh, you know I know Fisher Island I actually I was at a wedding there I was a bridesmaid recent I cried at the wedding we won't talk about that I'm a horrible, so, I'm a horrible wedding guest. So <laughs> I, I started out my career as a catering director there, actually. They recruited me from another oh, previous right. property to work there. And then this 20, this lady who owned a flower studio there for 25 years, Martha Suarez, uh-huh. giving shout outs, um, ended up selling it to me. So I bought the floral studio on Fisher Island, not knowing a goddamn thing about flowers, but I had good taste and that's all I knew. Great and one thing you can't buy in, in great taste. Hello, people. Hello. So bought the flower studio. I knew that it was something bigger than me and it was meant to be. And that's how I started my career as a designer. So I started, uh, I hired actually one of Preston Bailey's um, top designer to work with me and start that out so that it, we can solidify our market and work doing parties on Fisher Island for many, many, many years. Seven years later, we outgrew the space, went on island to a, a place in Miami Gardens. Uh-huh. Um, and that's why I'm 
a little bit of both worlds, you know, and I call myself a trifecta because it's like not it. only the catering background that I have working in, in, in Fisher, and then it's also the floral, and then I have the planning. So it's really full circle for me. You yeah. know, maybe this is like an industry thing that yeah. a lot of us aren't privy to yeah. because my, when I got married, my florist was also ended up being our wedding planner. Wow. So, But by may- choice or because they just had to do a it? A little bit of both. No, she was, we met her through the venue. Okay. And then the venue said, and she also knows the venue really well. Yeah. She knows all the right people in mm-hmm. the industry. And so an, in addition to doing your your floral sure. stuff, she's going to design. Right. She's going to also, she's available to be your planner. And right. so we worked with her. And I mean, she became well, like listen, my freaking therapist by this, the end. This industry is not regulated, which is a good and bad thing. Right. Okay. So anybody, yeah, anybody in the mother can be a quote unquote planner. You can do a baby shower today. You're a planner tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's bothersome for people like us who are true professionals because we're like, what is going on here? And then on top of that, their rates are so much cheaper. It's hard for us, um, but we, we, we know that at the, the end of the day, it's about educating, obviously, your your clientele, uh-huh. and uh, and then eventually they know what the product differences are and services. So okay, well yeah. now having that mm-hmm. information, so then what do we do, the lay people do, right. if we're looking for a planner? Yeah. What do we know? Like, how do we determine if a planner is like just somebody who's like, I'm a planner because sure. my mom told me I could. <laughs> my mama said, <laughs> <laughs> or I'm a planner because I'm a legit planner and I have like an exactly. amazing resume and background. Right, listen, it's going to be experience, and I'm very thankful for social media mm-hmm. because social media literally backs up your your word it's your resume it's your resume it's your portfolio so last time i i edited my website i couldn't even tell you because i really don't give a shit about it (laughs) (laughs) what what my new website is is my instagram it's live it's ongoing and you tell your your story and your truth and your merit accordingly and it's at gertie design at gertie design follow get either follow for hiring you yeah or follow to get ideas for design inspiration yeah exactly so really the mm-hmm. weddings that you've done that that is your portfolio that is my portfolio and that's all i stand by now mm-hmm. also when it comes to being a planner a designer yeah. mm-hmm. uh so you're somebody that actually works for a flat fee you're not working off commission Explain uh, the difference it, between that. Right. It depends on the, on the scale of the job, but I do mainly do flat fees. I feel like, you know, I, I don't want my client to every single time think that I'm trying to put one past them. So, so because of the fact that, you know, as, as costs do grow and they do increase as you increase in guest count, et cetera, or you want to upgrade and all of a sudden you want to add a flower wall. I want if I'm going to push a product or service to them, I want them to know that I would do it for myself. Right. I don't want to feel like I'm on the other team. You're not doing it to get commission. There you go. Exactly. And it can feel so, like that when you're working in a percentage oh based my gosh, world. Of course. It's, whereas a flat rate yeah. is a flat rate. This is not real estate for me. That's how I, I like to take it. So I want my client to know I'm on your side. I'm going to negotiate. I'm going to go to bat for you. And so for me, it has worked better doing a flat fee. There are some jobs, however, where there's a, like a celebrity that's going to be a, a headliner and things of that nature where you do have to look at the project and see what's more beneficial for me based on the hours that I'm going to be working making this happen. Fair. So, yeah, it all depends. So mm-hmm. you're saying if somebody does want to do percentage, it's not mm-hmm. like they're trying to rob you necessarily. Right, right, It's right. a case-by-case basis. Case-by-case basis, but mostly flat fee. But mostly flat fee. Yep. So if you can find flat fee, yeah. then that's probably... For the for the client, a exactly. better scenario. And listen, I have too much too much on my plate, you know. So I, I know my worth. I, I lay it out on the line, and then I move on to the next client. I don't I don't want to always be in an accounting phase. Like, you know, five more percent on that one. Let's do a revised invoice. I don't. I just don't have the time for that. Did so you I want to have a nightmare sure. client that haggled with you like every step of the way. Of course, I <laughs> of course, and that that person shall not be named, but it is in my nightmares. <laughs> it haunts me to this day. Okay, so basically, you're like yeah. You're like my wedding agent. You represent yes, me. Exactly. I okay. got your back. I got your back. So as your favorite client, yeah. um, I'm gonna so, so <laughs> I'm not engaged yet, but I'm already planning my wedding. I and had, I'm planning it with you too. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. Gertie, thank I got you. you. Yeah. So I had the <laughs> 
kind of like semi-budgetless, over-the-top, Hampton, okay. New York City, spoiled little bitch privilege wedding. I had it. Got it. Check. Next. It was fabulous. <laughs> Guess what? That budget is gone. That's not happening ever again. Right. And I, but I will be getting married again. So okay. I'm going to say like from my New York City perspective, right. and, but also but because I'm on a budget, I'm going to say... If I were going to give you a budget, I'd be saying I'm working mm-hmm. with like a $50,000 budget, but mm-hmm. like that's like the max max and no fucking around. So you know right, what I mean? Right, right. So let's try to plan my wedding. Okay. My hypothetical wedding. Hypothetical. On I'm a $50,000 budget. Let's Is do it. it doable? Number one. How many people? Mm-hmm. Well, ah. have, hmm. <laughs> like, well, how about this? So... I know New York City is expensive, yeah, right? Yeah, big time. Whenever yeah. I go to visit my family in Boston, which is also a very nice city, yeah. I'll take my brother and sister out to lunch and I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, what, is it expensive? I'm like, it's so cheap because everything in New York is so expensive. Like dancing. Literally, I'm like, period, Oh my gosh. Um, so I feel like maybe if you move your wedding to a different location, mm-hmm. could that help cut costs or no because it, you're, it's like a destination? So this is what I like to use as a baseline and because it, it's really a sliding scale. You're venue meaning if it's catering related so let's say the venue does your catering mm-hmm. your catering is going to be probably half of your budget your catering is going to be half of your budget and this is again on a sliding scale because Wait, does that include the venue right so most venues are going to give you a food and beverage minimum which is oh. pretty much what the venue wants to make that night and so as long as they reach that they've made their dollars so we're, we're mm-hmm. talking actual brick and mortar place we're talking mm-hmm. food and we're talking booze so that's 50 yes. percent all in that usually usually now here comes the components that will change decor mm. right so you want the flower wall that's 16 feet you know tall and, and wide and then you want to do you know ceiling treatment that decor budget is going to really be the one that's going to throw you off budget okay unless you really um you know organize and you you're 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 realistic about the whole thing so if you use catering so the first thing i like to tell people is you know pick a date pick a planner okay pick a venue right Got it. once you know the venue cost and because they usually itemize it and it's relating to the food and beverage you know estimate then you're able to say to yourself more or less Right, mm-hmm. because your your guest count is gonna obviously range. Your all of a sudden you want a late night bite, late late night um, after party, so you're right. gonna have late night bites with you know extra open bar hours. So that's gonna be maybe ranging and and probably go a little up more. But then the rest of the the other vendors would probably fall within line to create a fifty percent you know addition to the whole budget. So that's what I like to say. Okay, so mm-hmm. where can we? So let's. So what's a Let's say, let's say I want to get married at the Soho House in Miami. Soho House, yes, <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be an intimate wedding. It's a beautiful property, though. I You're love like, it. You can invite yeah. ten people. No, not really. <laughs> not really. You can invite about seventy-five. Okay, we're yeah. talking now. Yep. We're kicking. I like okay. this. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm game. Okay, so how do we do this? So. That because that's a gorgeous venue. It's it a, is. It's, it's not a cheap hotel. It is. But it's beautiful. Yes. Um, uh, catering wise, I think they're um, you're going to have to have a backup plan, and it gets a little tricky there. So I actually would love to use so the you, one hotel. Let's do, let's use the one fine. hotel. You're the Miami boss. Beach. I'm just. I'm. You're okay. the expert. I'm following so, your lead. <laughs> there, you can actually grow to more 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 guest count. So you have about two hundred and fifty people. You can fit their maximum more or less. You can make it happen with a price point of less per person uh-huh. um, and again there they have an existing fl- like uh, live plant wall so that's already a backdrop it for the band exists. right so you start deducting some of the beautiful beautiful things that the, the venue has to really kind of work within the existing environment to up 
upgrade your wedding decor, right? Is there so, any way that we can start? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I know the 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 place, the booze, and the food. That, that that's like that's like the the foundation, if you will. Yes. Is there any way to cut corners on food? Are there creative ways 100%. and 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 like new trends that people are integrating when it comes to food yeah. that really can take a dent out of that portion of your budget? Yeah. So first of all, there's a misconception that buffet is less expensive than plated, and that is not true. Oh no shit. Why? Because you have portion control when you do plated. Uh-huh. So if I if I know exactly. I'm I'm going to you know, have an eight ounce chicken or yeah. beef or whatever with two sides. I know that I'm going to make that much on that, that, that item. So when you do buffet, you can't really do a, a pure calculation. Duh, so what I you do is it's really 1.5 per person that you're, you're gauging to have enough food for. So that's why buffets are more expensive. Okay. Yeah. I, not, did, I did not right. know that until you just said it. Exactly. I always thought buffet was less. Uh, no. Buffet was less. No. no. And the setup and the, you know, all of that. And it's really not to me like a, I find that to be a little bit of a faux pas for a wedding to do a buffet spread. Okay. Action station style where it's attended and you have live action going or the person's rolling sushi right in front of you where it's fresh. That, that to me is more of a, 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 more of a, a better option if you want to have a more of a fun lounge atmosphere. Okay. okay. So I do do some action station friendly wedding. But then that means that cocktail hour, you don't have to have all those stations. You can just do butler pass order, but just make sure those damn waiters are not coming in only through that one little door where all the, you know, the... The gluttonous people are standing by. Oh my right? god, that's so me! You just yeah, call me. I'm no, the, me. I am the person that stands by the kitchen door. Oh, of course, you're the smart one. <laughs> you are the smart one. All the pigs in a blanket. There you go. They're my favorite. What and, can I say? I'm at the, the wedding way, for the pigs in a blanket. That's served at every single wedding, whether it's a Fisher Island wedding, Bricker's wedding, or the Plaza wedding. Everybody will want <laughs> Frank's in a blanket. <laughs> Done. Like, what about family yeah. style um, dinner for the sit down dinner? This is actually yeah, something that I no. did at my wedding, and so it was an epic. <laughs> you're good that's what i was wondering so, so what i like about the family style is that it does have acquaintance to it the problem is it's logistics and then you you're you're gonna now compensate with the centerpieces because you need room to lay you know lay lay down the platters absolutely so what i do with that is i kind of create a twist with it i i like to for example do a plated appetizer so that you can kind of control the the, the the service on that so i like to do for example like a court like a um a, a trio appetizer where someone on on one plate can have a choice of a cold a, you know a room temperature for example or a hot item they can eat that right away so that they can get on the dance floor etc uh-huh. and then the, the the entree is where you can have it french styled so french style is where it's family style but it's not laying there oh. for people to self-serve so you have the waiter asking you would you like the salmon or would you like the fish and then you're able to have that kind of service and it's 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 more laid back but yet again it's more um, user friendly. I like you that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so I have to ask you a question mm-hmm. about this industry that we call the wedding industry. Yeah. Um, or the cray cray one. So, <laughs> like when my sister got married, I said to her, yeah. she was like, everything's so expensive. Yeah. And I was like, I know, baby. I know. I said, do this. Try this. Mm-hmm. Try a couple of vendors and don't tell them it's a wedding. Tell them it's a party. Don't oh, specify. We're scheming now. And we're see, scheming. see if the cost different. Now, the second she said her venue, they fucking knew it was wedding. Oh, and exactly. The cat was out of the bag. Right. But here's the question is, mm-hmm. in the wedding industry, and if you don't want to answer this question, we can totally edit it out. Yeah. But in the wedding industry, you know, 
are things really the price is jacked up? That's not true. Okay. Whether it's about mitzvah or anniversary or a wedding, it doesn't matter. The You're price like, is the price, and a, you a party is a party is a, a party. party is a party a party exactly a hundred percent. Because I feel like yeah. this, there's this conspiracy theory that no, like weddings, no, no. it's like the second you put wedding in front of it, it goes up like absolutely times six. not. You want to order cattle lilies for, as a centerpiece for your going away party or your wedding, the markup will be the same. Okay, that's that's the truth. Good to yeah. know. Yeah, that's so we've dispelled that theory. There you go. Um, also, we have, have been searching high and low uh-huh. for like basically a list an article anything on the best ways to save money when planning a wedding mm-hmm. um we couldn't find it so hard to do gertie you're up yeah. to the task yeah. i know you can do I it i can do this so we're gonna do a betches article list right now Let's or betches list okay. on uh yeah what are the best ways to save money okay. when planning a wedding all right wait a second i'm putting my creative hat on okay on. i know Done. that's not an easy question <laughs> and i want to be clear you cannot find this anywhere in the internet exclusive it is an exclusive (laughs) i love it okay so what are the things that we could do to save save money money. like whether you're getting married in new york yep miami missouri yep 100 percent. wherever what you have to do is really prioritize i find that a lot of brides are like i gotta have a flower wall because jennifer had a flower wall i gotta have welcome drinks that has little things popping out of it i have to do this and i have to do that you don't have to do anything except for you okay okay? do you boo boo okay Okay, i like that so the first thing that i say to my brides is to prioritize what is the thing that you cannot live with so that you can kind of now recreate a percentage distribution for what you really want and what you can live without, right? So most of the things that go first are, I'm going to say videographer well, actually printables some of the printable items like you know the What's program printable? printables are your programs your menus your you know escort cards those anything type of that's things. printed yeah so the the one thing for example there says like you know what i really don't need programs right because everybody knows who the hell is walking down the aisle I know. okay so we get rid of some of the printable items like that um other things that you can get or reduce and reprioritize for example is you know the videographer i i, I hate to say this because i love my videographer people and also i mean but it's like it, it, no one's gonna be watching wedding. that video every single day all day you know but you do want a good quality that's where you say to yourself you know what maybe i get i cut this in half and i get a good one and i create a teaser package versus having the package the trailer the original raw footage <laughs> you know what i mean like the whole the uncut version so you want to kind of make sure that the package items that you're looking at are really things that you're going to be using okay also you know what i mean yeah. This might be crazy, but do you think this day and age with everybody with mm-hmm. their iPhones, even grandma's got an iPhone, yep, yep. can you kind of rely on your guests? No. Okay, good to no. know. No, angles are wrong, for quality. You can't, <laughs> you can't even put it into one actual edited proper footage because the lighting is different, all that stuff. So yeah, you do want to hire professionals because that's what they do. Uh-huh. And they will always work with you. I find that, you know, if you're that bride that's on a budget, but you want the most glamorous wedding in the world, then you need to be flexible. You can't expect your vendors to be flexible because guess what? They can hang up the phone with you and say, no, thank you. And then someone else is going to call them for that high season date. Right. So if you're the one who wants this beautiful wedding mm-hmm. and you're on a the budget, then you need to say, when can I get married where you can work better with me? to be able to fulfill as close to this dream as possible. And they will tell you, hurricane season, baby. Let's do it. Let's, August, September, Miami, we got this. Let's roll the dice together. <laughs> let's roll it. Pray to baby Jeep is that and it, it does not hurricane and our, on us. our backup plan is going to have to be literally ready to roll. So, you know, you have to be able to roll with the punches if you want what you want and you don't want to, you know, kind of, um, you know, negotiate accordingly. So, well, I was going to say, yeah. so time of year probably is a nice way to 100%. cut your budget in half, potentially. I don't know about half because, again, you know, there are tricks to it for sure. When a, when a vendor's 
slow that season, they're going to say to you, you know what, let me work. Do I want to stay home and do nothing or do I want to make a little bit of a profit? So, okay. and then you have to assess who the person is and, you know, are they easy to work with? Cause there's nothing worse than you taking a, a discounted client and the client is actually acting as if they're the most, you know, wealthy person in the world with the attitude to go with it. You know what I mean? So yes. that's what it, where it's at. So, you know, Okay, so yeah. like for example, I mm-hmm. like to go to Miami yep. once a year for a vacation with me and my girlfriend in August because no one wants to go there in August because right. it's hot as fuck. And that's where the special rates come in, right? Is that when I should get married <laughs> And there? the Miami Spice. <laughs> and the Miami Spice <laughs> restaurant deals. Exactly. I mean, it's hot everywhere. Let's get real, right? <laughs> but that's the thing is like, so what time of year would yeah. you say is a good year that maybe the wedding season isn't in peak season and so you might get yeah. better discounts? What time well, of year? Well, the thing about it is that now what's happening is that the bride are very smart and now they're actually you know considering those off off season months so for us as vendors now i don't even know if there's any more of an off season we call it shoulder season okay so shoulder season would be for us in miami october uh, you know what i mean so like in new york would be obvi- obviously the winter seasons where you right. know you're, you're rolling the dice on your guests actually coming to the wedding because you know there could be delays and, and, and flights etc so if you're able to, again, roll with the punches and you know, for example, that not everything may work out in the sense of um, backup plans. You know, you want to get married on the beach, but you may have to be inside that ballroom. Right. If you're okay with that vision, because guess what? My brides have been envisioning them walking down the aisle with that beautiful white dress for over a year or six months. Exactly. So it's very hard to have that conversation with them day of. And I start prepping them because I, I you know, I'm a mentalist too. You didn't, you, you didn't have to yeah, be. You have to be. So I start that conversation midweek, Wednesday. Hey, you're looking at the forecast. Okay. You see what I see? Okay, good. So it's going to be beautiful and you have to trust me. One thing with my clientele is that they trust me. They come to me already having been to a wedding that I, I, I did or know someone who says you must call her. She's going to have your back, fight for you, negotiate for you and go to bat accordingly so as long as you trust your, your professionals uh-huh. you, you can't be that bride that on, on you know the day before you're waiting you're still calling your vendors and are you sure and doubting everyone because if you doubt them then that means that you don't have trust if you trust everything will be fine it will work out and you're going to be marrying the guy the man or woman of your life and that's all that matters right at the end of the day that really oh, that's is what all that matters matter. i mean <laughs> Idealistically, but, idealistically. <laughs> but, everything, but everything else would be beautiful. Of course, it may not be in the, the exact place that you envisioned, uh-huh. but it will happen and it will be beautiful. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value. 
at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Another way to cut costs, and you've mentioned Mm -hmm. a couple times now, Mm -hmm. is keeping that guest list low. Let me ask you, what is the uh, smallest wedding you've ever worked on, and Mm -hmm. how did they keep the guest list low? For real. I think it's a real challenge, but I think think it can really, if you know, you have an idea in your head of Mm -hmm. exactly what you want, and you can't waver on it, but you're on a budget, that is the way to go. That's right, 100%. Well, get the hell out of Dodge, number one. If you want it like low count, and you want to have this experience, you, you can definitely consider a destination wedding because a lot of my brides you know i'm from miami but all of my clientele is new york yeah. new york canada yeah so because i think that they want to go away and and your planner should be virtual in a sense where you can take them anywhere yeah. because the knowledge is still the same it's a baseline where you know what you're doing you're just in a new in a new space so you know um i find that for my my new yorkers they they say i can do it at the plaza i can do it at the pierre and it would be beautiful but it's a transient wedding people are walking in they're walking right out they're going to eat pizza and they're going home to sleep and they yeah. couldn't give a shit about the details because it's another beautiful wedding right and by the way those those venues which i'm doing weddings at both properties but i those are my favorite places to do weddings but if the bride says i really want this to be more my wedding than my parents's wedding i don't want to show off for them i don't want all this stuff all over the place flowers here or there and i want it to be quaint i want it to be beautiful and i want it to be truthful to who we are as people Mm -hmm. and so that's when you say all right, Round Hill, Jamaica, you want to go? You want to, you know, Mayakoba? Let's take a look at some other venues. And then you take them outside of their comfort zone, uh-huh. geographically, literally speaking. And then you bring them somewhere else where it's neutral, neutral grounds for everyone. And it's, it's a good thing a lot of times when it's not like, let's go to Miami because, you know, my, my, my boyfriend, my fiance's parents live there. So it's kind of convenient. And we're going to do it at the country club. That's easy. Right. You know, doing something new for everyone is where it's it's not comfortable, but it will be something that's memorable. And people love destination weddings. You know what I mean? And you're right. Yeah. They do. Uh, destination weddings definitely uh, mm-hmm. show you who your real friends are. Boom. Yeah. And yep, who yep. people who really don't really give exactly. a big shit about you. I mean, if there's a wedding in New York, yeah. I'm going. That's right. Because right. it's in New York. Like you said, it's my backyard. There you but go. if I have to actually like, I don't know, like there's a wedding right. that my girlfriend and I got invited to in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We're not going. We're not going. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, I love her, but you know, I actually don't even know the name exactly. of her fiance i'm sitting exactly. here right now and i'm like well i'm not gonna spend all that money you know i mean and traveling's a lot so i it's a great way to keep right. your head count down and deter people is having a destination wedding and 100%. like you said if you keep the head count down you can kind of do whatever Listen, you want i got married way long ago i'm not even gonna go into it but i it was Actually, only i would like to go into it <laughs> it, was only, it was only 120 people if i were to do it over yeah it would be 50 Fifty. This is what I'm talking about. Don't recall who was there. Didn't say like uh, had no time to do anything. I was so busy like you know kissing ass. You In know? your opinion, <laughs> if you're able to, if yeah. you're able to like get out from under your parents' mm-hmm. thumb, mm-hmm. Well, honestly, yep. what do you think the ideal number is? Fifty, seventy-five. Really, most of my clients do go to fifty to three hundred. So I'm yes. going to say one hundred. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell so you, that's like yeah. an ideal number. Yeah, so that splits, you know, guest count for each family, you know, group, 50 people, you know, on each side. Yeah. And then how do we accomplish that? Do you just invite people without dates? So, right. For real. I, I mean, listen, if you're not serious with someone or, you know, looking forward to an engagement, you're, you're not going to invite her boyfriend. Like, I was just saying, like, what no, is the not. rule when it comes to inviting people with guests? Because I remember I had a bridesmaid. Right. She right. is the queen. Mm. The queen <laughs> of 
about bringing new boyfriends <gasps> to weddings. I remember we had a she we had a friend's wedding at the uninvited. Waldorf. Wait, uninvited. Okay, so Whoa. she so she was a bridesmaid, so automatically true to form because uh-huh. it's what it's what's you know. Uh, Emily Post sure, etiquette. Sure. Bridesmaids always get a date. That's the rule. Or at least it used to be, I guess. Mm-hmm. So this friend of mine was a bridesmaid. She got to bring a date. It was at the Waldorf Astoria. It yep. was a million dollar wedding she was in. She had a guy she was dating. He was her date. I think his name was, we'll call his we'll call <laughs> him Martin. Let's do it. Okay. And they <laughs> broke up. Huh? But she didn't want to go to the wedding alone. So she met a guy no, like a week before no. and brought like Peter. Let's okay, say, no, 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 no. No, don't yeah. forget. She's in the fucking wedding. No. So Peter, guess who Peter hung oh, out with? Exactly. Me. Me. The whole time. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with Peter. I have a date. But I don't oh, know who Peter is. My so the goodness, thing was, right. was I, I said to her, you know, girl, all when she was my bridesmaid, I said, right. you're not getting invited with the date unless it's your brother. He's gay and fabulous. And I love him. And if I could invite him, yeah. I would, but I don't have the head count for it. Yeah. So if you want to bring your brother to your date, done. Yeah. But, if you, but you can't bring a random. So rule of thumb is that if you're going to look at a picture and not know who's in the picture, do not invite them. Period. Exactly. And a story. That's it. You know, if you have a whole friend, I'm sorry, a little hoochie mama, yeah. and every week is a new guy, I'm sorry if you, you, I don't care if you're in the wedding, if you're, it's not happening. You're so going to be going solo. you're saying we can break low. that rule. It's, break the it, rule. It, because at the end of the day, you're the one that's paying for that plate. Exactly. And you're exactly. the one who's controlling the budget. There you go. Okay, I want I want to talk about wedding trends. So we okked okay. about destination weddings being trendy. I hate that word. Trends. What? Trend? You trends. don't like that? Oh. No, no. We're going to call it trend. Because <laughs> we're going to call it trend. But it's just that I don't I don't follow them. And I'm not like, what is this person doing? Oh, I'm going to do it better. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, let's talk about them. Well, I'm all about what it. Are, yeah. So what are you seeing in trends? Trends you like? Mm-hmm. Trends you don't like? Okay. Trend, trend, trend. That neon sign. Okay. Okay. Love the neon sign. I love the neon sign. However, mm-hmm. it has to be put in the right place at the right time. Okay. Right? So it's all about transitioning. I always like my ceremonies to be very transitional in a sense that 25 years later, when you look at those photos, it's going to be, oh my God, I love this wedding. I still love my wedding. It has to be timeless. Timeless key is key. For the ceremony part. Yes. Cocktail hour, you start infusing some of your personality in, right? So okay. a lot of brides tend to start out with oh my god i'm getting married you know i want to hire you we want to do something different <gasps> green white and blush baby that's us and i'm just looking at them like wow okay um that's not different nope, that's actually that's quite like common what I and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but it's about true conviction right so right. you want to make sure that you start out with something that's more neutral to me i think and 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 or speaks directly to who that that couple is so if you've decorated your apartment like faena you know lounge with uh, with leopard print and red all your life <laughs> then guess what girl do Ooh, it our aisle is gonna be wet in leopard print so, <laughs> <laughs> the eye of the tiger let's go um but the point is is that you know i start bringing more fun elements with cocktail hours so that's where for example you can see a pop of you know behind the bar a neon sign here and there because that's not a focal point photo i got it that you probably you probably won't frame so it's okay to experience those moments of trend but it's not okay to to put it out there in a location where it's going to be the 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 the, the most of the time that people spend the, you know like the reception room four hours or exactly. five six hours you so know? okay so then yeah. then on this on uh, like a sliding mm-hmm. scale of importance so very important to keep the ceremony classic and simple right Ideally, Ideally, timeless. Timeless, timeless is the key. So what are some and elements? timeless to the bride and groom okay. for the most part. Not for people. For the bride and groom, for them to like it later on. And let's say, why did she make us do that? Why did we do that again? You know, you don't want to have polka dots, you know, like all over the place, you know? Exactly. That's my point. What are your thoughts on yeah. hats for the bridal party? No. <laughs> Just, hell no. Just hell no. Leave it in the welcome bag, baby. <laughs> Drop it in the bag. 
<laughs> now cocktail hour we can kind of step it up do I those neon that. signs love the it. things that you want to do that are quote unquote trendy there you go throw that cocktail hour right. now what are we doing for the actual reception the reception itself? so the reception is again another place where I like to see more of a timelessness in the decor in the overall aesthetics of it and then remember we most most of the weddings that i do there's always an after party right so that's, that's where okay. i so bring it back again and that's when you can go wild no one is going to remember they're fucking drunk so let's do this. wasted let's do i'm throwing my purse on the ground leopard. fighting with my girlfriend by that time i'm having the time of my life <laughs> ruining why are you everything. twerking why are you twerking with it <laughs> <laughs> do you think the after party is kind of a bit of a must at this point it, i almost it is. feel like it you really can't is. even not have an after party i don't recall the the last wedding i did that didn't have one okay so and if they didn't by the way they just kind of had a dj end it you know what i mean That's got it pretty pretty much that format so then mm-hmm. how can we have the after party and what are some ways of cutting costs on the after party so you want to maybe go with a venue that has like a rooftop or like a Sick. you know what i mean so that you're Sick. walking in. in like okay one candle per table we're done right literally so a place like faena in miami for example they have a place called a the theater where they have shows what i like to do there is i like to piggyback on that, on, at, with that venue for the after party and then actually hire the performers who were hiring, who were like performing a couple hours ago because it's going to save cost for them to just say, oh, an extra hour and I'll just, I'm going to get paid, you know, an extra 500 bucks. Right. And then we just kind of like piggyback on that and then lights, camera, action and it's the existing stuff that they w- would have already had there for the show and it just makes it look like you paid for it but you really didn't. Hello. Hello. Okay, mm-hmm. so what if you leave the, so if you want to leave the venue? Yeah. Could you like go back to your hotel? Like let's say you and mm-hmm. your, you know, now husband mm-hmm. or wife, whatever, are going to be going back and staying at your hotel room, but it, yeah. you can go super elaborate and For then sure. throw a party back there. Is that something that people do? It depends. Most hotels will have regulations. However, if it's a standalone villa, like I'm doing, Ooh. yeah, villa, villa. Because then I'm, you get, mm-hmm. it's, it's, oh, right. this is genius. Yes. Because it's luxury talk. everywhere, but it's also like efficiency. Exactly. So this I'm doing a wedding up. in Cabo, actually in Obey, which is, which is an Oberge property, and we're doing that. So we're, the, the bride and groom are getting a villa so it is costly per night but once you calculate that and compare it to doing a full-blown after party second dance floor new dj stage you know all that stuff it actually makes sense mm-hmm. and then people get to come back and go home with you in a sense you know what i mean so you got you got you got quite a few extra guests you know <laughs> <laughs> that'd be quite a party also yeah. you were just saying that they're getting a villa which makes me right. say oh so they're gonna be spending the night together before the wedding right. so is that a new trend too that it's like totally fine right. don't listen to your mom you don't have to sleep apart and like sleep in bed with your mom that night to be honest most of my brides still keep it a little traditional really but there are a few and those are going to be more like your older my older clientele who's been they've been together for for years or this is a second marriage they're like give me a break like stop uh, the like, jig stop. is up we're we, not virgins we, we, we paid for this wedding together. don't fucking tell me shit like, okay got it mrs schwartz got it <laughs> <laughs> noted noted and then also talking about tradition bucking tradition yeah i remember a huge fight that went down over my wedding was like this stupid Sunday brunch after the actual okay. wedding because mm-hmm. my mom was like haven't we spent a goddamn enough money <laughs> I love a it. brunch and I was yeah. like you know what yeah. I'm not doing it we're Good not for doing you. it I don't care two solutions for you okay. one of them is gonna be drop it like it's hot you put a voucher in the fucking welcome bag and let them know thanks for coming have fun brunch is on us and they can go and dine wherever they want within the restaurants and then wow. they will have a credit to the bill we won't be paying for mimosas but at least you'll have a bagel and lots of bagel on us I and love the it. other way that I like to do it potentially if the hotel um, approves it is you could create a kit so I actually just booked a, a client um, for a wedding at the Pierre and we're going to be giving out um, a nice 
like these cookies because I think the guy he's from uh, I think Missouri but then there's a shop there that he goes to since he was a little kid Cute. and it's a, it's nostalgia you know what I mean so like he's gonna actually we're gonna pack him up bring it up to the guests and then the, the people have cookies and milk so I love that's a that. cute way and it's more like a late night thing I guess but he's like no they can have the cookies and milk as breakfast too so I'm like okay <laughs> good good we'll call it turn down surface bitches <laughs> bitches and then on the topic of efficiency how can we make yeah. the um, rehearsal dinner a little bit more efficient rehearsal dinner that's again. a way to cut cost too again because I know yeah. like traditionally it's the groom's family that throws that and then the right. bride's family throws the wedding but does that even exist so anymore so I got a trick for you okay go ready Okay, yes. so let's say your wedding is for 200 people, mm-hmm. but you're like, God damn, I don't want to invite all these people. And then mm. the speeches and then the freaking like embarrassing video. Ugh. So what you do is you do a private dinner for your bridal party. So you actually you have a proper rehearsal dinner okay. for your quote unquote VIPs. Right. And then you open it up to, let's say, qu- cookies and cordial event. So post dinner for your guests to come, Everybody hang can out. Come. So that because you know what, people pay money to to come to these destination weddings, for example, right? Yes. So you want to treat them right, and the etiquette is to host something as a quote unquote welcome. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the money for it, people will understand. And you, but at least throwing something like that, a one hour post dinner reception or or maybe a reception before they go to dinner it's all about what time you you put these events mm-hmm. um you know you schedule these events because you want to make sure people don't feel like why is this at seven o'clock when i should be at dinner and i'm literally having cookies what the hell's going no, on no you gotta do that late let right. them have dinner wherever there you go so you want to make sure on the welcome note it says it like you know after your dinner or whatever you know join us back here for cookies and cordials for I example so I you want to make sure that it's it's all verbalized on the website on the welcome note never on the invitation mm-hmm want to keep that on um, you know less 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 you know information so that you have time to make switches before the actual weekend so gertie i'm gonna have a really nice wedding mm-hmm. for fifty thousand dollars how many guests I, i'm still gonna answer that five quite. and a half eh, there you go Boom. <laughs> oh my god this is gonna be the wedding of the of the year <laughs> and it's gonna be where in a hut where i don't know <laughs> we'll go through the details later <laughs> also um what do you think about uh diy uh decor uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you, are, are you here for it are you not here for it i mean yeah i mean <laughs> listen ideally yeah. we would outsource everything for sure but when it comes to cutting corners and you know trying to make ends meet rather than having the brunch next day eat these fucking milk so and cookies diy for me is going to be go ahead and use um pinterest or uh, actually etsy, etsy to 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 go ahead and do your little printables so you okay. want to do escort cards quote unquote on your own but it really means that you're getting it from like a vendor that charging 50 cents per escrow card go ahead and do that we don't have to use you know an amazing you know highly costed um, uh, printer, printer. Um, so for some of the things favors great your grandmother wants to bake cookies all day great do it welcome bags another place to do do I DIY because it really speaks to who you guys are and you want people to open the bag and say oh my gosh we're in Florida here goes the oranges you know what I mean but when it comes to things that are going to really stay um, lasting like the ceremony the chapa you know the decor you can't you can't fake it now because people will notice and it's not going to be refined and polished the way it will be when a professional no professional does it you know what i mean yeah so yeah and i and i fight i fight for what's right i never tell my client you like it i love it i will literally say no more than i say yes only because i I, i'm fighting for what's right 
and your baby is my baby, right? right? So I always tell them, say, no, we can't do that, guys. We have to figure out a way to make that happen. If it's not financial do- financially doable, what can we do on this side to you know reroute that money to make this happen? Because this is an important notice. I, I would never say no just to say no. I say it because I know for a fact it's going to impact the overall feel and vibe of the wedding. So what are yeah. like, let's say, five must-dos mm-hmm. for the wedding? So it's like you must have a venue. Because it's like yeah. people might say, well, I want to have it at my house. But I'm, okay. I'm going to guess so you're going to say that might be more right. expensive. Right. You must have a venue. Okay. If it's an outdoor venue, you must have a venue that has a great backup plan. Okay. A backup space, unless you're able to tent. So you must have, my second one is, you must have a miscellaneous account, right? Okay. That has funds in case we need to have those pop-ups happen and organize those logistics properly. It's like an oh shit fund. Yes. Got it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you must, you must, you must. You must make sure... And actually, I heard Carrie from Harper Bazaar say this, and I loved her for it. When you have a wedding, for example, and the bride is walking down to a, with a Cinderella dress, and she's getting married in Mexico at Banyan Tree down the aisle in the beach, what in the world is that dress doing on that beach? So you have to match. Yes. You have to match your setting. Okay. So, so then should you wedding. pick your dress first and then the venue, venue or venue then first, the dress? And a lot of venue br- is yeah. number one. I have a dress. Really? Where are we getting married? Oh, and it's kind of like w- uh, such a mismatch. You know what I mean? Right. So you want to pick the right attire for everyone. Okay. Let me let me extend that for everyone that will set the 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 vibe for that. Okay. You must not look at your friend's wedding Mm. to set the pace for yours. You're not your friend. You're you. Right. So you have to make sure that what she did is what she did for her, and you're not gonna be able to compare the two. Okay. So make it your own. Okay. What number am I on? I think you got one. (gasps) I got one more. more. Ah! Um, and you must respect the budget. A lot of my clients, I feel like they they give me a fake budget okay when they can actually spend way more than what they've told me so and they I come in low they're low yeah, balling and i you. don't know where that comes from because you know i say to them listen i'm on your side i've already did the flat fee thing you know we're gonna work together and so a lot of times what, what not a lot of times but sometimes you'll see you know a fully planned wedding and then week before the wedding hey can we get usher what do you think <laughs> and i'm like why did you say come again an, 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 an usher or usher You're, and i can get you one yeah, more usher and, Exactly. But I can't get you Usher. 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 I, and I pull, I've pulled some crazy stunts and I make it happen. But why put me through the stress and then re, literally redoing the entire floor plan? Because now the writer comes in and he wants a fucking, you know, T-shaped stage that's like 32 by 75. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> And that's my point. Do not sabotage your planner. <laughs> okay. That's what it is. The, the most Number important. five, do not, do not sabotage, sabotage your, your planner, planner and your professional vendors, people. And when you're on a budget so if you're working with a planner tell mm-hmm. them your budget and if they can't work within your budget they will let you know right, right exactly and will they yeah. refer you to somebody who can work within that budget right yeah yes for sure so it's important to know it's what important. you can like you said know who you are know yeah. what you're going for and right. also be realistic about what you can afford there you go i, I mean listen this list if you can, lie this you're list up totally fucked over this list can go up to 10 if i could do this all day right you know what i mean but we won't even bore you with that well we've got <laughs> tons of questions for oh. you we have a segment called broad into my dms okay so yeah I people like slide into our dms slide with it. wedding questions okay let's and do it. uh with your expertise 
you're going to answer all these questions for us. So here we go. Um, okay, so this one is from Anonymous. Okay. They're all from Anonymous. Okay. My sister-in-law-to-be is refusing to come to our wedding because she was not asked to be in the bridal party. I'm getting triggered. Okay. We are very close. Oh, I'm getting triggered. <laughs> I we love are it. very close and my own right. two half-sisters aren't even in the bridal party. Okay. Her brother, my fiance, yep. and I were in her wedding and were honestly oh. pretty shocked to have been asked to be a, like a part of the yeah. wedding. I have asked my four closest friends who I consider sisters to mm-hmm. be in the wedding. Do I cave and let her be a bridesmaid? Also to note, we haven't engaged since December and she still has yet to wish us congratulations <gasps> on being engaged. Hell no. Should I be a bridezilla or a bridechilla? And not saying this just so you will pick my question, but I love, love, love this podcast pretty much anything Taylor does. Oh, but truly sweet. this one. Oh, thanks, girl. Thanks. Okay. She just knows that I went through this in my I own wedding. It. So uh, I'm, I'm a kindred spirit. I love that. Okay, but what's, listen. What's your advice? Bridezilla, go full force and say no. 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 Because it's not going to be a pretty picture no matter what. Once she gets in, she won't stop bitching. She won't stop bitching. She's always going to have that sour face, you know, along the entire process. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't belong. She's literally Waldo. Like, who are you? And (laughs) just because she did it for her wedding, she did it because she was being politically correct. She didn't do it because she really wanted her there. She didn't right? So, exactly. So, I say to myself, I would tell her, proceed and your brother can handle that situation. Okay. And this is a very good test for your and, fiance. And, and always kill with kindness. That's also what I say. So don't do it bitchy style. You send a gift and say, oh my God, you know, we're very limited on the, the bridal party and I, I love you, um, you know, and, 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 and appreciate you and so, so forth. But you, you just don't want that vibe at your wedding and always looking back like, is she looking? Is she looking? You know, like with the evil eyes, judgy exactly. eyes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing too, like you said before, don't look at your friend's weddings yeah. and base your wedding decisions off of that because it's exactly. like, even sometimes when it comes to invites, some people have 500 people oh. wedding and they invite you, but if you're having smaller wedding you might not be able to invite that person exactly and listen honestly anybody who's and like how a, old is her sister 12 like come uh, on, she grow acts up. it grow up any, literally like any real person yeah. like if i'm not invited to your wedding right i respect that i'm mm-hmm. not gonna be like a bitch ass and no, cry you about make the it. best of it and yes they're not even close it seems like so i think that you know what move on do you and just keep it keep it positive yeah, yeah she's honestly if you let her in that bridal party she's oh gonna my fuck everything up uh, on purpose Sub- on because now she's mad boom she's <laughs> mad bitch <laughs> okay next one how can i pull off a surprise wedding oh let's not do that okay let, let, let's not do that that's actually creepy to me i think i like it and um can you imagine all of a sudden you open the door actually you know what oh my gosh i was gonna do that to my husband <laughs> Stop, wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. But not, not the initial wedding, our anniversary, because my husband was like, I never want all those eyes on me ever again. I love you, but I hated that moment. And so I said to my, I, I've been saying this for years, and the next year is going to be 25 years together. Not married, but together. Wow. We've been married 17. Congrats. And I swear, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go on a getaway. And literally, we're going to go on a getaway. Open the door. Da, 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 da. Get your ass down here. Let's go. Let's do this. You're going to do, that's what I, I, you're so, gonna do a vow renewal yeah. for oh, surprise? Yeah. Oh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> so I can do this, but nobody else. Okay, guys, don't do it. It's it's really awkward. Everybody's looking like, is she going to say yes? Are they going to, you know, it's just this really weird moment. You want it to be truthful. You want the person to be emotionally prepared. Yes. It, they, of course, they love you. Right. But it, it, it's all about timing. You know what I mean? And I just I just wouldn't do it. Not no. That's leave, not That's not kosher. Leave the nah. surprise weddings to the plan. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> are faux flowers a definite no-no? Faux flowers are a definite yes, yes. Ooh. And I'll tell you when and why. Okay? I'm so shocked. When you do them, you do them in a place that's going to be um, 
not reachable, not accessible. So you want people to be able to see them, but not touch them. Oh, okay. But that's with the condition that the flowers look damn real. Okay. So florists, okay. you can do it and they know the tricks, but make sure that it's like an amazing wisteria. Preston Bailey, all, all the greats, we, we've all done it. And we do it, for example, for setup purposes, mainly because a lot of the venues, like the Breakers is an amazing venue, yep. but we cannot get in there like two nights before. It's not possible. They're so right. busy right. and they have, the, you know, uh, back to backs. And so the key is to make sure that if you're going to do it, number one, make sure the flowers are real. Number two, um, make sure that they're not accessible. So if the guests cannot touch them, yes, yes, yes. If okay? they can't touch them, if they can't, no, no, no. Because no, no. it <laughs> does not make like, anybody look good. Okay. The shit's fake. Exactly. Now, there is one flower that, uh, two actually, that a lot of people use uh, the cherry blossoms. Okay. So cherry blossom, it is going to be highly impossible to get them unless you're in China during the you know the holiday where they have the the, the whole um, cherry blossom festival and that that's just not gonna it's not realistic so the point is that there are mixtures of fall you know like silk cherry blossoms with some real branches because of the fact that you can't get that bulk quantity all at one time blooming at the same time so so there are tricks but you know and i don't know if this is a silly yeah. question but fake flowers less expensive than real flowers no they're not actually okay, they're more because the, when the florist buys them you know each is for reusable reusability so the fact is Got that they, the stem count is probably like 14 dollars for a, a stem of flower then it would be you know maybe six dollars at the market you know what i mean got yeah. it yep okay and last but definitely mm-hmm. not least how do you navigate with a couple that has different design visions example Coastal versus elegant. Well, why don't we do the two? Ooh. Can I do coastal nautical chic? I think you could totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're saying. So it takes a good professional to know how to merge them, right? Yep. And that's where the planner designer comes into play. If you just get a planner, no offense to the planners. Yes. But, you know, there's some really good ones that are professional. They know how to say no and they know how to nav- navigate the clientele. But a lot of them are just note takers. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said it. Note takers. Yes, you like it. I love it. Oh, you don't want that? Okay, we won't do it. But why not? You have to ask yourself, would you do it for yourself? Right. And if, you, if the answer is I would, you need to fight for what you know is true for that, you know, and, 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 and right for that, that client. So... I would merge the two and I could actually design it all in one minute. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Like, pat on the back. I like the confidence. Yeah. You've earned it. Give me a break, I've please. worked too hard for it and it's all by merit. I've been in the industry for 17 years. Damn. Literally. And, uh, you know, a lot of people get fooled by the little cute face, okay? So they're like, oh my gosh, she's too pretty to do anything. Look at my nails. I don't I don't even do Damn. manicures anymore. Those because are, those are every nails. day I'm hustling. Yes, yes, they are. These are hustling nails. But I, they still look pretty. I won't ask anybody to do something for me that I won't do it myself. So I'll, I'll sweep if I have to at venues. I do whatever I have to do because if the cleaning lady does it, it's good enough for me too. Yes. Okay, time for our game. Ready? Games. Bridezilla or Bridechilla? Okay. Okay, basically, I'm going to give a scenario. Yep. And we're going to say, what, if we were in that position, uh-huh. would we lose our shit? Okay, so this is me, Or Gertie. we let it go. So this is a professional like advice? Or no, this is, this like, is what, like, what, what would I do? What would Gertie do? Okay, if, let's if, do it. If, if it was in your real life and you were <laughs> okay. experiencing X, Y, or Z, okay. what would you do? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Okay. <laughs> the groom surprises you with a honeymoon for his first gesture as your husband, but it's not at all the kind of trip you wanted it to be. Yeah. So we're going to reschedule and we, we, we're going to be doing a reschedule on that one. Okay. So you're not so. going to bride chill of that. You're going to bride fucking Zilla. Bridezilla. We're not going to 
freaking Dallas Cowboys game because it's my husband's <laughs> favorite thing. Oh, honeymoon, but we're going to the Dallas Cowboys game and then to the Michael Jordan restaurant because that's his favorite art. No, we're not doing that. Okay, we're not. We're going to we're going to Fiji, motherfucker. Yeah, right. Don't be an idiot. I mean, this is like, guys, there's some things like if you want to surprise yeah. your lady, I get it. It's very sweet, but it's like, don't surprise her with a car. She with might have a say in that. Unless you're going to get her like, I don't know, yeah. like some sick ass car. But like, oh my God, like the challenger, like my husband. Oh my God. Like, don't get me started with that car. I don't know it's about like, surprising people with pets either. Oh. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. And I would throw honeymoon into that mix. <laughs> exactly. Like you want to exactly. have a say in your honeymoon. People right. have opinions. Thank you. You know those? Yeah. So I'm I'm going hardcore bridezilla. Oh, on that you know one what too. happened to me for my, my wedding? What? His friends gifted us, and I, I'm so thankful. However, I would have liked to have a say in where I would have liked to go. Um, but they gifted us a, a honeymoon. And guess what it was? What? Cruise ship. It was a cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> it, was ama- it was amazing. Thank you. Listen, there are cruise people. But yeah. And there are people there who are not cruise you people. Go. I am not a cruise people. So I get yeah. seasick. There you go. So, so if that was my honeymoon, I'd be like, but we're thankful and we love you. But you. Wish you wish you had checked with us. <laughs> wink wink. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Uh next scenario. Uh-huh. The best man proposes to his girlfriend at the wedding. No. No. <laughs> <God>. Security. <laughs> <laughs> Hold me back. Hold me back. No, I'm kidding. Bride-zilla. I mean, come on. Come on. Who raised That's you? No, so no, no. This is, my, this is my question. My question when I don't even know what to do with someone is like, who who raised you? Right. Who? 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 Savages. Literally. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. No. Like, it's our day. Thanks for bogarting. Yeah. Bridezilla. No. Bridezilla. A thousand percent. Yeah. Those are not your friends. Next. Uh, and last but not least, you make it clear that you're having a no kids allowed wedding. Mm-hmm. But your cousin mm. wants to bring her 12-year-old daughter. Her I guess again. that's a fringe age. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, Bridezilla. <laughs> <laughs> if the invitation says adult reception and you've made it known throughout, you know, throughout the, ho- the whole year that you're not going to have kids at your wedding, get a babysitter or don't come. That's, that's how it. I feel. It's very simple. It's your wedding. <laughs> I will say, doesn't it blow your mind how many of the guests make the wedding about themselves? Yes. Who would you say is the biggest culprit of this? Like in the party, would you say it's like a bridesmaid, a sister-in-law, a mother-in-law who do you think oh. the mother of the bride who is the most like mother of the bride is for mo- sure is, is the most difficult yeah, guest a hundred percent because guess what Bitch, they're, they're, they're they're paying <laughs> so it's kind of like oh you like pink but you really should consider the lavender and it's kind of like okay you know <laughs> oh yeah yeah i feel for my bride sometimes weddings are not easy they're not easy but they're fun and it's all about the love you know what i mean and as long as the focal point is love that's all that matters all you need yeah, as, is love. As long as you've got Gertie, you're good to go. <laughs> oh, exactly. Hello. A Gertie. What Boom. actual Gertie or a Gertie? The, gux, the Gertster. Yeah, this is why you need a wedding planner is to like <laughs> fucking fight for you. All day. It's like a coach and, and, and I, a bodyguard. And I have those conversations all the time. I literally tell my brides like, what is it that you want? Okay, ready for the conference call? Darling, let's darling now. Hi, mom. So we were thinking, <laughs> I, I know how to make my brides happy. You are running interference. It's literally being a psycho- psychologist and also a very good politician politician what's the most <laughs> awkward conversation you've had to have and who was it with the groom who said no at the altar no oh yes did you talk him out of it <laughs> I, it was live bitch i was like what is going on and I, i'm on the radio and i go we got a black hog down we got a black hog down <laughs> take everything that has a monogram out the way and we we're going to deal with the situation literally what did you do 
So the first thing I did was, like I said, I just, uh, the first thing that came to mind was like, okay, anything that has a monogram or their names anywhere, pull up, pull it. So I did that first. Everybody went into their corners, and I first checked on my bride. She was actually fine because they were How? all day long. They were toying about, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Don't do it. You know what? Be polite to your guests. That, get married and get divorced after like walk, I did. They both got walked down by their kids, okay, that had to see this. What? And then he was on the chair doing the horror because he remained at the reception <laughs> and decided to just make use of all the money he spent. Literally, it was, it was disgusting. <laughs> it was disgusting. You know who you are. And actually, they're divorced now, so Show no names. So no names. It was so long ago, and they're so, they're so much older than us, so I don't think they're even listening to this podcast. I bet they are. They're like, what is a podcast? <laughs> I bet you think this podcast is about you, don't you? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah. You know what, guys? At the end of the day, mm-hmm. at least... You don't have to go through that, right? No. no matter what happens to you in wedding planning, at least that's not <laughs> that would never happening. happen again. It was just a one, one, one-time thing. Gertie, it was actually yeah. you've seen it all, done it all. I love you. You More are hysterical. To do, More to do. I'm you excited. You are so fantastic, you guys. Follow Gertie on social media at Gertie Designs and uh, see what she's all about. Gertie, Yay! thank you so much for joining us. You gave so many great tips. Can we have drinks now? I love you. Yes, I'm obsessed with you. Let's have drinks immediately. <laughs> love um, it. You guys, that's it for us. Uh, we'll be back next week with another Betches brides podcast and in the meantime please make sure to rate review and subscribe give us five stars don't be stingy and uh that's how you pay us is with all those three things and join the conversation you can either bride into our dms by following us on instagram at betches brides um and you can always email us brides at betches.com bye guys betches